Hello and welcome to Discover Energy World. Well, it's nice to have you back. Today I have Dusya Lobovska. Is that right? Yes, that's But you can tell I'm a little scared about saying your name, Dusya. But um, we met um, through the um, through Facebook, and when I was asking to, to talk to psychics, and the first thing I got, well, well, this is a bit chaotic, and you've got stories, and I'm like, chaos, chaos is fine, you know, embrace the chaos, you know. Mm-hmm. I think um, I think very much. With this, especially when you're getting like psychic breakthrough, it comes through a little bit chaotically. Mm-hmm. In the middle of in the middle of things, you suddenly get this, you know, unexpected thing uh, that's literally like a breakthrough. But would you like to introduce yourself first? I mean, you're not you're actually in the states, aren't you? Yes, that's correct. I'm in Massachusetts <laughs> to be specific. Right. Um, How do you introduce yourself normally? Uh, yeah, sure. So, as I mentioned, my name is Dusya Lubovskaya, or Dusya L for short. I do works for me. I am in Massachusetts, in the US. I am in medical field. And I'm a holistic life coach. And yeah, I use uh, energy healing and I do my intuition and as well as communicating with the other side and the other things. Hmm. Hmm. So the first thing is, you, did you say holistic? Life holistic. Holistic. Yes. So what is, I mean, it's, it's just a word that's, you know, banded about everywhere and almost it's, it's got a bad reputation now. So mm-hmm. what do you mean by holistic? So when I say that I'm a holistic life coach, for me, that means that I uh, incorporate holistic medicine, which aids in healing modalities like energy healing, uh, angel healing, shaman, shamanism, all that. Like those are for me what I consider holistic modalities. And I know that majority of people here consider that holistically just means mind, body, and soul, which is true, but that just, that's just like the tip of the iceberg, really. It's all right. about the ancient modalities. Right. Yeah. So when you're talking about medicine, you're not necessarily mm-hmm. saying you prescribe any drug or, or anything like that. You're talking more about no. like the indigenous people who talk about medicine as being like an energy Right, and I um, I also connect my Western medicine knowledge because I'm in the medical field, and people come to me who do take medication, and I definitely do not discourage them from that. I just offer them yeah. additional sources like like Reiki, energy healing, to help mm-hmm. them because because some medicines have side effects, and I'm definitely not going to say don't take them yeah. so i just help them so that they can implement or combine the western medicine with the ancient modalities yeah i'm i'm absolutely the same it's like uh, there's a general rule if you've been given a medicine by a doctor you have to go to somebody of the same doctor level to take you off it mm-hmm. you shouldn't take yourself off it at all and absolutely if it's another kind of doctor whatever it is you, mm-hmm. you go to that speciality um and so what what's your medical field background are you a nurse or, or a chiropractor? I, um, I used to be in patient care for, I know I look younger, <laughs> but I used to be in patient care for 
10 plus years. Like I started very young and I was doing nursing aid. I just taking care of the aging population and the disabled people. Mm. And I just started like jumping up the ladder and I'm still, still doing that. Right. Okay. So, you, so it's sort of a, it's a, this is another string to your bow as it were. The, uh, the energy exactly. And it was so fascinating when I connected with you, you you're already connecting with spirit and you know I was like mm-hmm. wow this is this could be quite chaotic which is fine um but so what interests me is when did you realize that there was this connection with energy and spirit and everything else so with the energy healing that took at least until my early 30s when I realized that but the spirit world I was connected with this I was connected with the spirit world since my childhood. I know, as I remember I mentioned to you, the first time I even got introduced to quote unquote ghost stories was when I was nine years old. And we were, it was just like a school trip that we were doing at the library. And we had somebody who was just reading out of a book about the ghosts, which I would actually consider spirits. Like somebody who passed away, passed on, but their spirit was still there and was just like walking around in some kind of uh, villa mm. or mansion. And I don't know, I was just listening to the story and I was just like, I just I couldn't move at all. I was just mesmerized by the story. And I can't remember, it was a, maybe it was just a half of the book that was read, but I immediately want to know everything possible about that spirit or any spirit at all. And I just asked my mother to go to library <laughs> that we had a nearby in town and the librarians there were like, looking at her like, she wants what? <laughs> and my mother just was the kind of person she just encouraged me, like whatever I was interested in. She's like, okay, I don't know what this is about, but I will go with this. Right. And that's how I started reading a bunch of books on spirits. Mm. And then after I read, I don't know, 20 books, maybe I was like, okay, I'm, I'm satisfied now. And then my teenage years, I started watching a show. Like there were shows about mediums, and there were different shows about people connecting with spirits. But not every show, for some reason, I felt that resonated with me. But this, but one particular show in the nineties, I think it was end of the nineties. I was watching about this crime detective, and she was, as I mentioned, she was looking at cases where, where somebody was passed on or a crime that were committed mm. and it was old cases where people like families didn't know what happened and somebody just closed the case because they couldn't find the um the, the perpetrator for lack of better wording and every time this detective was connecting with his family later on the spirit who was waiting for the murder to be found I, I could, like, every time when she was looking at that spirit, like, this person who was dead already, and I immediately knew what that spirit was telling her. I just knew it. There, there was no verbal communication like I'm talking mm. now. I just knew this, what that spirit was saying. And I remember this, <laughs> like, it was yesterday, like, I would say, she's saying thank you, or this person, or this spirit is saying whatever I heard, whatever I could sense, and my mother just said, how do you know that? And it was not that she was judged. She was just like, how do you know that? It was just, she was like, how? And I I didn't know what to tell her. I just knew it. It was, it felt natural to me. Mm. And yeah, 
then I that was my only connection. I just watch other shows similar, but that just mm. was the main time when I realized, oh, I think I understand what they what spirits are saying. Interesting, but I never really thought, okay, I should get to the bottom. Why do I know how to do this? Mm-hmm. I only started maybe in two thousand seventeen or eighteen. When I got, uh, when I was doing some workshops on mediumship without knowing that what I knew was connected to mediumship, I just didn't connect the dots. And then, oh my gosh. So, like, wait a minute. So, you, you, like, Uh I suppose I'm trying to to sort of connect the dots. Like, sure. You know that it's there, but you kind of, Mm -hmm. you know, whatever. Oh, I've got this ability. Like right. okay, I can, I can see, I can smell, I mm-hmm. can hear ghosts. I can I know right. when they're talking, and then yeah. and then. So was there some event that made you go on the mediumship class at twenty seventeen? Um, it was not feel? like it was not like somebody specifically encouraged me to try it. I just wanted to know more because I noticed that I'm able to connect the spirits. I wanted mm. to. I, like uh, first uh, my after my father's passing in end of the 2000s uh, like 2007 around that time and I would say maybe two years afterwards I could suddenly feel his presence mm-hmm. though I knew he was dead and I was wait a minute what's this about and I would tell my mother and she just like I mean she didn't question it she's just like well obviously you know how to do this she didn't really think about how oh, what's that your mom sounds great by the way your mom obviously like no problem you just know <laughs> yes. how to communicate with dead instead of right. oh my god you know <laughs> i know it sounds very and cool she's very open my yeah yeah my mother said that i was always very open about a bunch of different things mm. and later when she was when my mother was dying I was able to send spirits like she was in the hospital and I after I did Reiki then suddenly spirits appeared I did not really know who was there but I could feel them right and again I didn't I didn't have any any quote-unquote training so I wasn't sure what that was about but I just decided okay whatever's happening here it feels positive it feels it feels welcoming and loving Mm. and I just observed what was happening and after that, my mother, my late mother, she's now on the other side. And I feel like sometimes when I'm communicating with the other side, she's like a mediator, like she's like trying to tell, I know this sounds crazy, but it just feels like she's like trying to help me understand what is happening. And, ah, right. So so it was, yeah. was it like um, you, after your mother passed, and of course, you know, my condolences, mm-hmm. but after mm-hmm. your mother passed, then you went, okay, she's helping me. Maybe I should go to a medium class as well. Something like that. Yeah. It's just right. so many. I just started meeting after her passing. It was it's actually interesting that you mentioned that because after her passing, I started meeting people who were part of that, um, who were mediums, who were who were psychics, who mm. believed in all, who mm. for them it was their life. And I I felt immediately at home with them. Like I, even if they, any of them said, oh, I think somebody's talking to me. And I didn't think, are you serious? I just thought, okay, sure. <laughs> she is. Mm-hmm. I didn't think. And then later I started getting uh, formal training and energy healing and other modalities. And 
later on, I started going to a workshop and it was a mediumship and I thought, okay, I have to find out more about what's, what this is happening. And I could sense that like I would have uh, pictures like in front of my eyes, like, um, like, like if I close my eyes, I would have a picture of somebody and I would be thinking, and it was so strong and I couldn't understand why do I feel the strong need of this picture right in front of my eyes. And so I asked, what do I do when I have this picture? And then I was told, say hi, basically. <laughs> and that's mm-hmm. how it started. I like I learned that people who passed on, they they connect with my energy. So in this case, my energy, and they know what ways helps, what ways works to communicate with me, what I understand. And I am very visual. Mm-hmm. And when I have visions. That's how spirits connect with me. And I also were able to develop my clear audience, like I'm able to hear them or feel them. Feeling is, is not as developed, but the hearing and and the visions, like I, I, can, I can connect with them and whoever it is. Like sometimes when I'm doing a mediumship session, um, someone reaches out and says, can, I, can you connect with so-and-so? And I just say, okay, we'll try it. And next thing I know, I'm connecting with that person. Right. Wow. That's, um, that's cool. And, you know, my my own experience of uh, spirit is, um, I just, again, it's like, I can't see it, but I can see it. And I've Mm -hmm. very much had these things that are just, you know, like, directly in front of my eyes. And, you know, it's like, Mm -hmm. close my eyes, I can, I know who it is, I can see them. Um, Generally, that something important's happened around that time. Like, it's, Yes. Um, so, it's, I mean, I can totally relate to that, but I mean, um, it's, I think, you know, what we're here for in, in, the, in my podcast is to, you know, share mm-hmm. these stories of how this came about and some stories of what was confirmation for you, that this wasn't mm-hmm. just your imagination, but you were right. connecting through a facet, maybe like part of the imagination we don't normally consider mm-hmm. as anything more than imagination to another level of reality or we might say mm-hmm. dimension right yes um yeah um i mean for that i can say like i generally when i'm connecting with spirits even sometimes i go to a cemetery and i connect with them and i admit sometimes i doubt myself i'm thinking where is this why is this happening right now Mm. But the thing is for me that whoever's trying to connect with me, when they keep repeating the same thing, like when they keep repeating the same word or when I hear, or when it gets louder and louder mm. and I, I use in my own, I have a mechanism that I use to truth test, like to see, okay, is this me? Am I going crazy or do I actually hear this? <laughs> because I do that. Right. That was yeah. something I really liked actually when we first mm. uh, connected. You said, oh, let me truth check mm. that. And I mm-hmm. went, oh, I can do that, but I never do it, but I, I can do that. Um, and I thought, well, you, you've just taught me something. You Certainly, I think you've taught me something. At, at least sometimes you need to have the same lesson more than once to realize, oh, mm-hmm. yeah, okay, that's yeah. it. So so do you want to tell us about your truth checking? How does that sure. work? Sure. So I have two ways that I learned to truth test. Like I focus on my body and how it reacts. Um, I was taught that there are like basic ways to do that. Um, the basic is like, I'm just going to demonstrate right now because that's the what I learned. 
Sure. Right. I'm just going to be honest now. And I'm just going to use these two fingers. You know, so, you know this sounds weird. This looks weird, but who cares? <laughs> Weird, so my name weird is, is the name is yeah. the middle name of the show. So <laughs> okay. <laughs> you're okay. okay. It might look weird. It might sound weird, and that's perfect. Yeah. Okay. So I'm just gonna say the truth. My name is Ducia. Okay, it's very easily. My fingers are moving very easily. Now I'm gonna lie. My name is Cassandra. I'm trying very hard to move my fingers, but I can't. Okay. <laughs> or I use my body, or I or I use my body like I could, like whatever happened, like I could, um, I'm going to try. Okay, the truth is, for instance, I love chocolate. Now I'm going to, now I'm going to lie. I hate chocolate. Okay, I love chocolate. Right. Like something like that. And I did yeah. the same thing with the medium shit. Like I truth tested, like this is really happening. And I truth said like, yes, or. Uh, or when it gets mixed messages, like when it's not when it's yes no kind of way, then I'm then I try this. Okay, who is this talking? Who am I hearing? And then I get and then I get an actual oh, message. Right. Oh, okay, right. So it yeah. seems to me like a lot of it is about you learning to. Uh, in fact, so much of life is us mm -hmm. learning to ask the right questions, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Um, yes. So, so my truth testing is interesting because I just use the balance. So I stand in balance, mm -hmm. the balance, and I say the truth, and that, that the truth gen generally doesn't throw you out of balance. All that. That's mm -hmm. true, <laughs> um, sometimes the truth can be such a shock to us; it really does throw mm -hmm. us out of balance. But anyway, so I, I sort of I'm listening to my balance, and I bring my mind to the thing mm -hmm. that I'm questioning, mm -hmm. and if it say you know i like chocolate and then if i really if if at least chocolate is really good for me and i really do mm -hmm. like it then i'll stay in balance but if mm -hmm. it comes up that it's not then my balance will shift and mm -hmm. interestingly i get a really great feeling going up my center line so this is um if, if something's good i get a great feeling um mm -hmm. like a like an inner glow in my center line. So I, I, mm, I feel like, like but that. I'm like, mm. you know, my background was all martial arts, uh, mm -hmm. Chinese martial arts and Tai Chi and, and, uh, and then the center line is really, really important. Um, mm -hmm. So I, I use that, but I mean, I, I know muscle testing, you know, um, yes. different muscle testing and it's just, uh, there's just different ways for different people, but um, yeah. Yeah, that, that's really cool. And so did you, I mean, I mean I'm also, I'm kind of curious, uh, did you have um, any like really insistent uh, spirits come to you that like just won't leave you alone? It rarely happens. I did have um, like a spirit approach me. I mean, I'm using, I'm seeing approach, but that's not the way I should describe it. In my apartment, for instance, I had somebody, I don't know, nobody, I was not able to get any confirmation from, from where I live, but my sense was that the person who lived in my apartment before me passed away, and suddenly I would have, like, something happened, like, there's something moving in my apartment, like uh, a magazine falling on the floor out of the blue. Oh, right. Yeah, or I would see from the corner of my eye like some movements. And yeah. I have to be honest about this. 
I've had like seeing movement out of the corner of my eyes for a couple of years, but and I kept asking, what is this? What's this going on? And like, why? And nobody could tell me until I started doing mediumship. And mm. I realized, oh, I'm seeing probably spirits. And so one mm. time, um, I decided again, I was too testing again. And so I decided, I decided to pretend like I can see the person and I'm just going to say, hi, how are you doing? <laughs> and this person would then respond to it. And I would say, and I would just ask specific question, like, did you live here before? Mm. And I would either uh, hear, a, hear a respond or see actually a person in front of my eyes, like nodding or or, or shaking their head and I just would keep the conversation and with yes or no questions mm. because they don't really do open-ended questions they right. do more yes or no questions right. and so I just learned and if I would get mismatches I was like okay I should change the question mm. and yeah I found out at some point that the person wanted me to connect with their son and I tried to explain I can try that but I had to figure out how to find out where your son lives Right. <laughs> there's right. another yeah but right. somehow i can't remember the 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 just the end of this discussion but i think but this person calmed down and she hasn't been with me ever since so yeah, i said I mean, okay i will try again my my taoist teacher he would always say um he would say if you want to if you want to make if you want to control energy if you want to mm-hmm. um if you want to in a way, sort of be have mastery of anything, mm-hmm. then make friends with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. Don't run away from it. Running, running away right. from it is a great way to make it like a dog. You know, it's a great way to... <laughs> it wants to play! Quick, let's run after it! Yeah. Yeah, so... Um, I know, yeah. So, and... yeah, it is interesting. Yeah, that is interesting. And, and a lot of yeah. people, they don't realise that, you know in most houses somebody has passed away after all mm-hmm. we, we live in houses yeah. and as mm-hmm. a consequence we also die in houses so, yes yeah and and yeah i have other stories where i connected with with the culture of a person like i remember i was as i mentioned to you a while ago i was doing a mg healing session on a client it was in some eastern asian country i don't remember anymore which country she was from and I, and as I mentioned to you, I remember that I was suddenly in a country and there was like a river around there and I've never been there before. And I just, and there was suddenly this monk in front of me. And I was, and I, although this monk was not communicating verbally, it was more like telepathically. So I could immediately, like, I remember this so, again, I learned so quickly, like he was bowing in front of me and I just did that as well. And we, it was like, we were greeting each other and mm-hmm. I, in my way, I was I was saying, please share with me what you have, what you want me to know, and it was just a beautiful experience of learning from the, about the culture. And mm. I have no words. Mm. It's yeah. beautiful. I mean, it's lovely that you you know you're so uh, able to, in a very friendly way and approachable way, connect um, with with uh, if you like the the other side. But mm-hmm. um, I suppose. Um, one thing that I'm just curious about, have you ever be, mm-hmm. been involved in helping with uh, forensic uh, work? So working with some sort of criminal activity and you, then you've got some information where you felt you needed to help the 
Yes. Um, I don't want to say exactly with forensic, but there were two situations where I was helping out. I, um, I was doing a mediumship reading for a young woman across the country. Mm. And she basically just showed me a picture of her friend. And she told me that this friend passed away or, or died. Mm. And she wanted to know what what happened. Whether actually like some there was some police report that was a natural cause or something like that, and she didn't believe it. And my stance is, okay, this friend said that she didn't believe it, so I'm just going to connect with the energy of this person who's passed away, mm. and just introduce myself and see, okay, hi, what do you have to share? What do you want to share with me? And I found out some pretty heavy stuff <laughs> i'm just gonna leave it at that well not, i found out there was that there was a situation where the police was not very very honest about the death of this young woman and i just shared this with with the woman who with the friend and yeah i, I mean that's so details. difficult yeah it? yeah that's yeah, so difficult I, you're I in a silly it. situation almost because yeah. <laughs> okay well now what do i say you know um, right but as I seem so I just, to be saying a lot nowadays is, you mm -hmm. know, the the German word for clairvoyant is Wahrsager. Mm -hmm. Well, actually, it's Hellseher. Wahrsager. Hellseher, yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, Hellseher means to see, to see brightness. Yeah, mm -hmm. hell is bright in German. Yeah. Um, and Wahrsager uh, is truthsayer. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, so it's that's saying correct. Mm -hmm. you say what, what is true and of course you know mm -hmm. yes truth has many levels of, i mean there's a true yeah. truth and then there's a relative right. truth. um yeah and so uh yes it's uh it's <laughs> difficult sometimes and and i'm curious like you know mm -hmm. um i could and I'm, uh, forgive me but i could see mm -hmm. you almost you know with your style almost gypsy like so is <laughs> there you. some gypsy in you is there like it's possible it's, it's possible. Okay. I mean, um, I'm, you know, the best way I can ask this question is, I mean, you're not the first one to address this, to ask me this if I have gypsy in me. I all I can tell you is that I'm fascinated with with the their culture. I mean, what not necessarily what the 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 bad stuff that supposedly they do. If there's something, they just stigma around gypsy. They know about that, hmm. but I. I know that my late grandmother, she loved singing gypsy songs. She could sing, like she could dance like a gypsy. And because of that, I believe that I do have some gypsy in me. However, it's not like this generation, maybe, I don't know, great, 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 great. Mm. That far. Mm. Yeah. I'm, I'm also curious because you mentioned something um, mm -hmm. before about shamanic. And I'm like, mm -hmm. well, this is something uh, which it's so old. Anybody can say shamanic. I mean, literally anybody can say, oh, mm -hmm. yeah, uh, because it's um, it's something which seems to come to certain people that they're chosen mm -hmm. to be the medicine woman, mm -hmm. medicine man. Um, and yet there are very much like schools of shamanism where you, where you can connect and you, you can wake up what I think many people um, 
have a, an innate ability uh, where, you know, we can stretch like yoga, you know, you're not necessarily mm-hmm. going to be a yoga yeah. teacher, but you can stretch and develop a certain capacity. So um, is that, how is it for you? Is it more something that you, you say, well, I'm kind of, I just seem to agree with a lot of this shamanism. And so I'm going to call myself a shaman and, and there's no, no, no foul in that. Or is it you've actually gone out and said, oh, I, I, I believe this is my tribe. I'm going to connect with this. Uh... You know, my, I'm not, I, I am a trained shamanist. However, I don't consider myself a shaman because I, from my understanding, shamans are related to natives. They, uh, from their ancient uh, traditions of the native, native, Native Americans are uh, indigenous, the indigenous, sorry, indigenous, indigenous um, yeah, people. Indigenous I is mean, better, I think. Yes. <laughs> yes. Okay. Yes. Oh, indigenous. Um, yeah, and shamanism. I was introduced to their healings when I was watching Medicine Woman uh, with, yeah, I forgot her name now, but it was a, it was a show in the nineties, and I was fascinated by how she learned. From the from the natives, and I, I felt it resonated with me. And later, with me, I got trained in shamanism. I also attended a few circles for shamanism, and I learned about different cultures, like the Mayan culture. Mm. Um, I know there's different cultures where they use shamanism, mm. and there was something that I did resonate with. However, I. Don't, I would never consider myself an actual shaman. For me, it's more like I connect with some of the teachings and it makes it resonates with me. Like some, some of the culture resonates with me. I don't know. Maybe I had some, again, some generations ago, maybe I had somebody who was, um, who was learning from them or somebody who in my family mm-hmm. uh, was also a shaman. I, I don't know, but I, I just connect with different modalities, different traditions hmm. and I I just want to learn about shamans I want to know everything about them how they how they view medicine how they view the world how they yeah. like and it just fascinated me that they that they connect with ancestors and they connect with the tree like everything like how everything's interconnected and that's my viewpoint as well I think mm. that everything's interconnected not Western civilization has separated a lot but shamanism, they like say, this is this is like Mother Nature. This is uh, the sky, as above as below. Like I, mm. this all makes sense to me, and I just learned all this because for my own personal growth and because it just, I just had so many aha experiences. I was like, this makes sense to me. This like, yeah, why can this not make sense? It just felt, I mm. just felt at home. Right, right. Um... Yeah, I mean, I, I think um, you you can draw a line, an interesting line, you know, if you're doing it academically. And um, I met, met a chap called Holger Kalweit, who in Germany, mm-hmm. uh, who was uh, kind of studying the, mm-hmm. the commonalities of shamanism and mm-hmm. various things. Um, and um, you can see that across all the cultures, they have this idea, well, mm-hmm. there's an energy and, and it connects everything. Yep. It's like... Well, that's kind of a given if you're, you know, uh, mm-hmm. and that's why I don't also I don't also see that 
people necessarily have to be part of a school uh, mm-hmm. because shamanism is so primal. It comes from connecting with that space, whatever that space mm-hmm. is, whether it's energy yep. or spirit or whatever, and then essentially being um, the the middle, the mediator. So uh, mediator, another word for mediator is of course a medium. So there's just, mm-hmm. and then how that appears, you know, how people bring that through to the world and what it means to them is, yeah, it's going to be, um, it's going to be different. But, but I think often, you know, like so many things, a teacher just really helps us to, um, helps us to, um, speed up our process process and our mm-hmm. progress um, yeah. ideally so teachers essentially they're not gonna they can't add something which isn't there um, mm-hmm. unless they if we said like knowledge or asking you know certain questions and then by asking those questions they help us to develop and, and so on hmm. absolutely so, yeah yeah it's very nice um, so I suppose um, one of my questions and um, one of my areas of interest is what do you think happened right in your development and what do you think happened wrong in your development as, as a medium? What happened wrong in my development as a medium was that I did not get the support as early as was necessary. Okay. Like I know, I strongly believe that many kids are gifted in one way or another. Mm. And in my childhood, I was mostly supported by my mother and her family, mm. especially when related to mediumship or anything other like that. Although it was not like those words were not used, but it was obvious that I was different, quote unquote. My father, um, he was more like somebody, he was not, he was not supportive at all. He, like I remember when I was 10 years old, Mm. my father wanted my mother to start getting a job, wanted her to start working. She was a housewife from the time I was born. Right. And, And he insisted that she find a job and she kept explaining to him that well she's been so long away from the workforce that it's going to be a little hard even if mm-hmm. she has the right skills he didn't want to hear about it and by the way he was not a good person <laughs> to put it politely and I remember once my father went with her to some kind of to an employment agency I think it was and he he basically uh, filed the application for her so that she could start applying for jobs and interestingly I remember this again like like it just happened Mm. my mother got a letter from the employment agency and before my mother could even I mean she was in the process of opening the letter and and I immediately I immediately told them what was in the letter I did not see that I promise i did not know what was in the letter before that i Mm. just i just it's like i just blurted out what was in the letter Mm. and my father was like what and then he read and like 
how and like he was surprised and then my mother was surprised of course and later on another time my mother got again a similar letter and again again I did that I said I spread out again what I what I knew was my letter and although my father said wow good job but there was something about the way he said it I cannot I don't know what I saw when I when I was like observing him, but in that moment, I, I intuitively thought I had to stop. Whatever yeah, it sounds, did, you know, I get, interestingly, because as you're telling the story, I feel threatened by your father. Um, oh like gosh. almost, well, no, I mean, like yeah. almost like I can yeah. use this. I can, I can exactly. manipulate exactly. things. And I'm exactly. like, oh, wait a minute. He, he's, <laughs> yeah. um, He's not thinking of this in a love and light kind of way. Right, exactly. Look, you know, um, there's many aspects to it. You know, uh, Mm -hmm. I'm not going to. Right, right. I I think very much my podcast is on the the positive note. But to Mm -hmm. say that there isn't a negative note and to know that once you're you're connected with the energy, like the people that Mm -hmm. don't have that connection, they think, oh, I could Mm -hmm. do this and that with it. Yeah. with the energy it doesn't feel quite mm. so simple as oh yeah i'm just yeah. doing some naughty things right everything you do naughty you know you're going to get back <laughs> yeah you're yeah get smack bottom as they say yeah um mm. so and somebody from the outside is like wow i can so what does this mean i can know know the lottery numbers i can know who's winning the races <laughs> yeah it starts getting mm. right yeah right so, so sensibly you shut it down mm-hmm. that's that's interesting yes. yeah you, you yes you shut yourself down like oh exactly exactly and when i was a teenager i slowly i was subconsciously like helping my mother mm-hmm. and i noticed again like i would like my father would insist that we did something and i i just knew it wouldn't it was not going to work and my mother was like and i said it's not going to work we're going to get in trouble and she, she started understanding that I knew something and she started supporting me, but she didn't know really how to support me because mm. her entire family, they, they were gone. They couldn't. And I remember even when I was my early 20s, she would say, I wish, I wish our family was here because they would know how to help you. I wish I would know I'm your mother, but I don't know how to, I love you. I want to be there for you. And I said, it's okay. I understand that. It's it's fine. I'll, I'll we'll, we'll work, we'll We'll figure this out together. Mm. And yeah, later on, uh, I was, I have to say that after her passing is when I guess in her, I mean, from the, I know from my perspective is that when she was on the other side, she was able to help me more mm. and guide me in the right direction. And mm. I, that's, and that's how it felt. Like I started, I was able to then say, okay, it's time for me to find out who I am rediscover mm. myself because oh. he's not there anymore my mother's not there but she's supporting me from the other side and I knew okay I'm safe now I'm an adult it's now my turn isn't it yeah it's one of those bitter ironies uh, of life mm-hmm. that yeah your mom's now that she's not there she's able to support you and of course it's yeah that she's not there you know um but, uh, yeah. So what went right? What went right? What was the, the mm-hmm. best things that happened to you, to you and supported you? 
Learning energy healing was the first step for me. As soon as I started doing meditation, I learned how to do meditation. I learned how to do Reiki. And that's where my life started making sense. I got answers to questions that I've been longing to know for years. Mm. And, and my, my life has, was very overwhelming for me in many ways. But when I started learning all these tools, Reiki, uh, meditation, and then also uh, like becoming a Reiki master mm. and doing all this. And, even, and the more I learned, even other modalities, the more I felt I started feeling alive, like, like I finally know who I am. And then when I, then when I started adding my mediumship, like connecting with other, with people on the other side again. And I remember I was at a circle um, with other mediums and someone said, my goodness, you look like you just won the lottery. <laughs> just, I just, I just feel like this is who I am. I, it's like, mm. I know I probably, I was, I believed I was born with it. But yeah. because I did not get support, and I know there are many, there are many out there, but I'm glad that I was able to learn this, even if though I'm learning it as an adult, but I'm catching up, and I am, I have to say, I'm very, I'm proud of myself. I'm proud of the progress I'm making. I'm proud of the people. I'm proud of the opportunity to help people, uh, whether it's with energy healing and right. or mediumship. It's just it. I just feel like for me, it's like having a, having a meal. <laughs> this year, you know, you are you are such a sweet person. You, you know, <laughs> you're so um, modest. You're very talented. You're very good. Um, you know, better than some people who who are out there on Instagram claiming. Yeah, and I'm I'm not mentioning any names. I'm, but I'm just mm. saying, like, you're very <laughs> good already i am I'm, I'm convinced that you're able to help a lot of people and you know i really hope that um people can connect with you um mm -hmm. through this podcast so do you have a do you do distance uh, work with people absolutely i work with people all around the world right yeah so yes. you can do distance work with people and um we'll include uh, the links to your website or whatever it Instagram, Instagram yeah. or whatever you know. Sure, um, it's absolutely. absolutely. It'd be absolutely my pleasure. And, and somebody would be listening to this and going, "Oh, I think I need to talk to Dushyel." Um, Dushyel. Um, yeah. And uh, and they'll get in touch with you. But I'm I'm yeah. very very grateful that you've spent the time with me with us uh, sharing your stories because I think your stories mm -hmm. are deeply personal and and so so modest really you're so humble and you're obviously <laughs> great talent thank you i appreciate that as well